eat more to lose fat. How can this be possible? So what I'm going to do, we're going to oversimplify this just to get this across. Imagine two women both losing weight. So when we lose weight, the body takes from the protein and the fat stores. So we need to be clear about this. So firstly, we need to deplete glycogen. This is carbs in the muscle. Before you use the logic of lowering your carbs, which so many people do in their diet, that's a false economy. Carbs protect protein. And we're going to talk about that down the line. So one woman is on a thousand calories diet and burning on an average 2,400 calories a day. So that's pretty much the average what a woman would normally lose per day. She isn't training. And even if she is, it would make the issue actually worse. So what this means is that her body is desperately trying to slow metabolic processes down and preserve fat for survival. She's getting 1400 calories from stores on day one. And over the coming days, her body will slow and to the point that at 50% below her BMR, her thyroid will, will even begin to go into a degree of shrinkage or atrophy. In this time, the ratio of weight loss from protein, muscle, hair, skin, etc., will increase and the weight loss coming from the fat will decrease. So as fat takes up over double the space that protein does, the appearance of size changes will diminish rapidly. And most of all, that will be from considerable shift in fluid. So as testosterone levels in both males and females will drop due to the caloric restriction, the ratio of estrogen will go up as well as water retention, particularly extracellular outside of the cell. Extracellular fuel, fuel, fluid will make your skin look spongy and soft. Add to this the glycogen depleted muscle, things will look a little looser than normal. This fluid shift will make more than likely offset any scale weight loss despite that body still actually losing mass from lean and fat compartments. So a point where people think progress is stalled despite their efforts. Second woman, she's on a 2,400 calories per day and she's training that creates a deficit. So it's still hypocaloric in a state of weight loss. So the weight training itself supports protein. So the body looks after that. The extra calories and the weight training also support testosterone production. So that stays at a good ratio relative to the gender and physiology and keeps estrogen at bay. Fluid is managed better and cells also draw more fluid into them, allowing training to progress and the amount that's intracellular, which is in the cell, to be better. This makes the muscles look fuller and gives a better overall appearance to the body and makes you look leaner. So the ratio of fat that's over twice the size of muscle that she's losing is higher as the body preserving muscle more efficiently. The metabolic slowing or adaption to the reduced calorie intake is happening, but incredibly slowly. So often a little foray into the calorie surplus every week or two will keep this from slowing notably. So as the restriction in dietary choices isn't as harsh, this approach is a lot more sustainable, just as fast, more efficient, more enjoyable, and lends itself to a greater fat loss long-term. So the key point here is that both the women are still in a calorie deficit that without they were so the key point here is that both women are still in a calorie deficit, which they both need. Otherwise, they will not lose weight. But the person one is not causing the perceived metabolic damage, but merely the rate and necessity to adapt to the calorie intake she's making worse. Extreme weight loss will very rarely work or yield positive outcomes. 
So remember that a calorie deficit is a calorie deficit. The extremity of it will often dictate the success of the outcome.